that you're joining us for Easter service today. Welcome to Kingwood Church Online. Uh, we've been so excited about this day for so long. You know, everybody has a different idea of what resurrection means, kind of like the children that we, we just saw in the video. In just a few minutes, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So if you'll grab a Bible and, a, and something to write with, maybe to take a few notes. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to thank you for welcoming me and Kingwood Church into your home and uh, to be a part of Easter celebration with you. And I'd also want to say this if you're new. Uh, maybe you're new to Kingwood Church. Maybe you're new to, um, you've been following us online for a few weeks, or this could be your first time. Maybe you've actually attended a few services at Kingwood in person, but um, you've not, for whatever reason, connected yet. Well, we want you to know, we, we really want you to connect. It's more important now than ever to connect. So here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, I'm going to be on Zoom, and I want to invite you, if you're new, to join me on Zoom. I'm not going to put you on the spot or ask you any questions to make you uncomfortable. It's just a meet and greet. We just want to get to know you a little bit. So uh, we'll drop in the comment link this morning, a, a link in the comment section. And if you'll take a minute and fill that out, we'll email you a Zoom uh, link so that we can talk tomorrow at 7. So I hope you'll join us there. Also, um, in the, in the uh, subject of connecting, uh, all of our life groups continue to meet online and uh, if you're not a part of a life group, uh, whether you're part of Kingwood Church or not, being connected, as we said, is more important than ever. So um, we'd love for you to let us know if you would like to connect in a group somewhere. If you'll just drop in the comment section, hey, help me find a group, and we'll, we'll absolutely do that. I want you to know a couple more things that are coming, and then we'll share a little bit about uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, next Sunday, we're going to start a new series called uh, Limitations are invitations. So I know that you feel the same thing that we all do. You know, we've all been pushed and stretched and feel a lot of pressure from the limitations that we're facing. So we just want to talk about what do we do at a time like this. That'll start next Sunday right here at Kingwood Online. So I hope you'll join us for that. Uh, and, and then also on Tuesday, April 21st, I want you to, to make a note of this uh, because we're going to start a, a brand new uh, conversation that I haven't heard a lot about yet, but because I went through Hurricane Katrina, I know this conversation is going to be important and it's coming. Uh, we've been working behind the scenes with a lot of professionals from our community, and we've got uh, several of them who are going to join us for a conversation about mental health, about emotional health, about relational health, and, and how to recover. So that's going to be Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. Check our Facebook page. Uh, and, and you can find all the information you need there about how to connect with us. That'll begin on April 21st. So um, I want to have a little fun with you this morning. And uh, I know we're not in the sanctuary, so I can't really hear you say amen or I can't see how you react. But there is one way that you can react so, so we know you're, you're interacting with us. You can just kind of give us a, a heart or a thumbs up. So let me give you the first, thing to, first way to do that. If you're grateful for, for the resurrection of Jesus, just give us a heart this morning. And, and let us know that. Uh, that's a softball, okay? I'll give you some, some other ones that might be a little bit harder in a few minutes. You know, um, I want to, uh, rather than starting with the Easter event, this morning I want to go back a couple of days to, to the, the moment that Jesus was suffering and, and dying on the cross. It was the darkest day the world has ever known. Uh, think about it. It's the day that Jesus died, so it's the day that God died. And uh, it, it's interesting that today, tomorrow, yesterday, somewhere in this weekend, 
It's supposed to be the peak of COVID-19. And so I know that we're, as a country, we're up near, near 2,000 people that we've lost. I know in our own church, we've, we've lost two, two precious people who are part of our church to COVID-19. Uh, and, and this time really is a, a difficult and dark time. But at the same time, it's Easter. How are we supposed to feel about that? You know, how are we supposed to reconcile this incredible event of the resurrection of Easter alongside this darkness that we feel today? Well, we're finishing a series we started a few weeks ago called Jesus, Man of Hope. And what I want to share with you are just a couple things. One from the, the day Jesus died, he was crucified, and then the day Jesus came back from the dead. Uh, and I want to show you how Jesus was the man of hope even in the middle of darkness. You, you may remember the story. Jesus didn't die alone. He actually died with two other men. The Bible tells us they were criminals. They were thieves. They hung on crosses right beside Jesus. And what's really interesting is um, those, those two people, as they were suffering, the Bible says they cursed Jesus. Now, that, that's an interesting thought to me because I think, why, why would you waste your time? I mean, you're dying. Why, why would you um, even spend the effort to, to curse a man that's dying beside you? I, I don't know the reason for that, but, you know, it could be that um, they were under a lot of pressure. They were suffering. They were hurting. And I don't know if you've noticed or not, but when we hurt, when we're stressed, when we feel pressure, man, we, we tend to lash out. We tend to take it out on those close to us. I don't know if you've been to, like, the grocery store or the gas station lately, but if you have, man, it's kind of edgy out there. You know what I mean? Everybody's on edge a little bit, and you can see it wouldn't take much to have, you know, a, a, a serious conflict. I think, I think half the time we're all wondering when this is going to turn into some kind of apocalypse movie or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, l l let me say it this way. If you've snapped at somebody, the Bible says confession is good for the soul. If you've snapped at somebody, why don't you just give us a thumbs up? If confession is good for the soul, it's going to be good for you. You know, you might even have snapped at your family at a time like this. I know there's been a couple of points in the last few weeks I've had to just apologize to my family and say, you know what, this is stressful. Like, this is a lot of pressure. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was taking that pressure out on you. Maybe that's what the, guy on the, the guys on the cross were doing. Maybe they were taking out, you know, the pressure they were feeling and suffering and dying. Maybe they were taking it out on Jesus. We really don't know why they did what they did, but it is an odd thing that they did. But I want to read this morning from Luke 23, 39 through 41, because one of those criminals did something we didn't expect. Maybe we would expect them, you know, to, to curse him. But, but one of them did something we didn't expect. Now, let's read it. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what we deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Here's what we didn't expect to happen. One of the criminals on the cross changed his mind. Why did he change his mind? Was it the, the darkness of his own suffering that caused him to change his mind? You know, what, was it, was it um, the fact that Jesus, even though he was being insulted, responded with forgiveness? 
Maybe it was the fact that um, he realized in that moment that Jesus was innocent, although he was guilty. We really don't know why he changed his mind. But what we do know for sure is Jesus' response. In Luke 23, 43, the Bible tells us this, Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Here's why Jesus is the man of hope. Because he offers hope even in the darkest times. While Jesus himself was dying on the cross, in the middle of his own pain, in the middle of his own darkness, he offered hope to those around him. So I just want to give you a couple of thoughts this morning. Here's the first one. It's okay to change your mind about Jesus. See, Jesus allows U-turns. He allows course corrections. He allows you to, to rethink and redecide. I, I've got a question for you this morning, and I, if, if you'll just take a minute and just look at me in the eye for a minute. What would it take for you to change your mind about Jesus? What would have to happen in your life in order for you to rethink God and faith and Jesus and his death and his resurrection? We don't even know the criminal's name who Jesus pardoned that day. We don't know a lot about him at all. But we do know he was the first person to ever personally taste eternal life. Isn't that incredible? Right at the last few minutes of his own life, he connected with Jesus, and Jesus forgave him. And because of that, he inherited eternal life. So Jesus absolutely allows you and I to change our mind about him. Now, in, in a few hours after that, Jesus died, and the two men beside him died, and they were buried. And for everybody else in, in the history of the world, that was the end of the story. But that was not the end of the story for Jesus. On Sunday morning, Luke chapter 24, verse 1 says, On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Go to verse 6. He is not here. He has risen. So here's my second thought today. The first thought was from the day that Jesus died on the cross. God allows, Jesus allows you to change your mind about him. And here's my second thought, and it is a thought that comes directly from the day Jesus came back from the dead. You can trust Jesus because he came back from the dead. I want you to think about this with me for a minute. Jesus offered this man, this criminal, paradise. And had Jesus offered him paradise, had Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise, and he just died, and that was the end of it, it wouldn't have mattered. And it wouldn't even have mattered for long, even on that day. And had Jesus done that and just died, and that was the end of the story, Jesus would have been at best naive. At worst, he would have been insane. How could you, how could you even make a statement like that? You have no authority to, to say that. But 2,000 years later, here we are. Separated as we might be physically, we're connected today spiritually, and here we are 2,000 years later talking about this event. Why are we talking about this event? Was it because Jesus forgave him? 
Was it Jesus' promise that he would be with him in paradise? I don't think it's either of those because a lot of people forgive people. And a lot of people, people make promises all the time. Maybe it was the fact that Jesus died. Well, everybody who ever lived has died who's not still alive today. So none of those things are unique. There's really only one thing that makes this story unique, and it's that Jesus came back from the dead. He was resurrected. That means that his forgiveness, his promise of paradise, and even his death has a completely different meaning. So why don't, why don't you drop in the comment section this morning what Jesus' resurrection means to you. Just, just type a sentence or a thought. and It'll be fun for everybody to see uh, and also uh, inspiring for everybody to see what we all think about the resurrection of Jesus. You know, this morning, um, I, I just want to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, here we are. This is an Easter-like one we never thought we'd have. And if I'm honest with you, there's things about God I don't understand. There's things about faith I don't understand. There's things about the Bible I don't even understand. I have some of my own questions that I haven't found the answer to. But in the end of the day, there's just a couple of reasons that I put my hope in Jesus. And, and one is this. He came back from the dead. <laughs> That's an undeniable, irrefutable fact. Jesus came back from the dead. He's the only religious leader in world history to predict his own resurrection and then come back from the dead. So I'm grateful for that. I really am. The other reason that, I'm, that I put my hope in Jesus is because when my soul was dead, Jesus came into my life and he brought my soul back to life. And I'm very grateful for that. So this morning, I want you to know the resurrection really means everything. It's the reason that you and I can trust Jesus. It's the reason that you and I can depend on everything he said, every promise he said. So this morning, I want us to just have a prayer time. Uh, and, and just after we do, we're gonna, the worship team's going to come back and we're going to sing one more song. And I, I can't wait to share that song with you. I hope you'll stay with us for that. But I want to ask you a couple of questions as we pray this morning. Uh, one is, maybe you need a real relationship with Jesus. You know, maybe, maybe this darkness has just made it clearer to you. This pressure, this crisis has made it clearer to you that you're missing something inside your life. Uh, you know, I find that the light is easier to see when it's dark. And maybe that's where you are today. And so I just want to pray with you this morning if that's you. If you say, you know what? I realize uh, more than ever I need a connection with Jesus. I'm not talking about familiarity. Maybe you're already familiar with God. Maybe you're already, you grew up in church. Maybe you've gone to you know, summer camps. M maybe you know a lot about God. Maybe you know because you've been to church and you say, I know what they do there. I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm not even talking about becoming a member of a church. I'm only talking about one thing. Do you have a real relationship with Jesus? I want to pray with you this morning if you don't. And if you're ready to, if you're ready to, to take that step, would, would you just give us a thumbs up in the comment section and say, today I, I want to pray. And I, I want to start today a new 
afresh a real relationship with Jesus. Right where you are, will you just pray with me? Lord Jesus, I thank you that you're meeting us here across this technology, even for those who are watching this on demand. Lord, you're still present. And, and as we pray this morning, I invite you in, into my heart and life. And I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. Lord, I ask you to wash away everything I've ever done wrong. And Lord, I pray that you would help me today to start a new and a fresh relationship, a real relationship with you. I, I want to really know you, and I want to know that I really know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, Jesus lives in your heart. And we'd love to know that so we could encourage you. We're going to drop a link in the comment section that you can follow. And uh, it'll help us connect with you. And uh, it'll help us encourage you. Because this is only the first step in your new life. There's a lot of other steps to take. And we want to help you with those. You know, maybe you're watching this this morning. And the truth is you're a cultural Christian. In other words, you grew up in the South. You know a lot about church or whatever. But if you're honest, this crisis has really shaken you. And that's not always a bad thing. Maybe how you thought about your relationship with God or you thought about Christianity is, you know, I, I make good decisions, I do the right thing, and, and I'm going to have a successful life. But you know, there's so much more to the Christian faith than that. And maybe as everything around you shaking, you just say, I realize there's something missing. I do have a relationship with Jesus, but there's something missing in my relationship I believe that Jesus is using this opportunity to draw all of us closer. And if that's you today, I want to pray with you. Maybe if you'll just give us a thumbs up in the comment section and say, hey, that's me. I want to pray with you. And then one other group, maybe today you're listening and you're just hurting. You know, the truth is you're afraid. You've lost your job. You've maybe lost a loved one. Somebody you know is sick. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you're in quarantine. There's just, there's just so many different um, possibilities of what we're all going through today but for whatever reason you can boil it down to this you hurt I, I want to pray for you today too so both of those groups can we just have a word of prayer together wherever you are just close your eyes and just begin to pray with me Lord I, I pray for the person who's listening this morning who is shaken and they realize that their relationship with you is not as deep or as good or as tight as they want it to be or it needs to be so God, I ask you today that you would, you would move close and that you would open our eyes and our hearts and put a deeper hunger inside of us to know this resurrected Jesus in power and life. And for those who are hurting today, Lord, I just ask you that you would minister, that you would come close now, that you would encourage Lord, that you would lift up the heart and the mind and you would give hope right now because that's what you do in the darkest of times. Change the circumstances. Ease the pain. And Lord, fill with life this morning. In Jesus' name. If you're hurting today, I, I've got a good word for you or anybody listening. He is risen. And that changes everything. Uh, in just a minute, we're going to uh, leave you with one more worship song. And it's going to be a great one. So I, I want you to stay around. But before we leave, I want to give you an opportunity to give. And I want to thank all of you who have been giving. And I want you to know something. If you're giving to Kingwood Church right now, you're giving through Kingwood Church. Your giving is making a huge difference. 
And if you're giving, you absolutely are on the front line. You're on the front line of this crisis spiritually. You're on the front line some ways physically. You're on the front line relationally. Because you're, you're empowering our church to do all the things that we're doing now. We spent over 700 hours just last week on Zoom meetings and calls, caring for people, guiding people, praying with people. And a whole host of, we could talk for a long time about all the things that Kingwood is doing right now. And because of your giving, you're making that happen. So we're going to uh, give you a number to text if you'd like to give, or um, you can go on our website at kingwoodchurch.com. However you give, we want to thank you for giving, and we want to encourage you. Now's the time to put God first. If not in a crisis, when is the best time to do it? Well, thank you for giving, and thank you for joining us for Easter today. I hope you've had a, a fantastic Easter and I hope you're going to have a great celebration today with your family, your friends, or whoever you're spending the day with. We have one more song we want to leave you with.